Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. We are on the final day talking the basics of a healthy diet. Monday, we got it started with a conversation about calories. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we covered the three macronutrients, protein, carbs, and fats. And today, we're wrapping it up with micronutrients. Put simply, micronutrients are all the vitamins and minerals our bodies need to properly function. Minerals are necessary for the production of vitamins, enzymes, and hormones the maintenance of healthy blood circulation, efficient nerve conduction, muscle growth and contraction, and for the metabolic processes that turn the food we eat into energy. A number of minerals are essential for health. Calcium, phosphorus, potassium, sodium, chloride, magnesium, iron, zinc, iodine, sulfur, cobalt, copper, fluoride, manganese, and selenium. We can get minerals through fruits, vegetables, whole grains, meat, healthy fats, and dairy products. Eating a diet of whole foods is key, but we're understanding more now than ever that supplementation plays a real role in properly nourishing our bodies. The same goes for most vitamins, by the way. The known vitamins include A, C, D, E, and K, and the B vitamins, biotin and folate. The vitamins we need to be cautious about overconsuming are those fat-soluble vitamins, meaning excesses can be stored in the fatty tissues of our bodies. Those are A, E, and K. Vitamin D is also fat-soluble, but studies have shown it's perfectly safe to consume in high quantities, much higher than the current recommended daily dose. We've said it before, but the vast majority of our population is deficient in vitamin D. Most people would benefit by supplementing between five to 10,000 IU daily. As Dr. Mark Hyman explains, even with a perfect diet, the combination of many things, including depleted soil, the storage and transportation of our foods, genetic alterations of traditional heirloom species, and the increased stress and nutritional demands resulting from a toxic environment make it impossible for us to get the vitamins and minerals we need solely from the food that we eat. He continues, doctors used to think that we got all our vitamins and minerals from food. Any extra nutrients were excreted or worse became toxic, but the tide is shifting. Emerging scientific evidence shows the importance of nutrients as essential helpers in our biochemistry and metabolism. They are the oil that greases the wheels of our metabolism. His top recommendations for supplementation are omega-3 fatty acids, B vitamins, D3, magnesium, and probiotics. We can also supplement with a specific purpose in mind, like boosting immunity with things like zinc and liposomal vitamin C. 
or with biotin for skin, hair, and nails. But that's a much more detailed conversation and really fluctuates by individual goals. Today, we're focusing on general dietary needs. When it comes to food sources for vitamins, the non-starchy vegetables, all those cruciferous vegetables like broccoli, asparagus, and dark leafy greens like kale and spinach are ideal. Also, whole grains, legumes, mushrooms, and avocados. And again, animal products like meat, poultry, fish, Greek yogurt, and eggs. The most common and all-encompassing dietary advice coming from experts in the field is switching to a diet of whole foods, cooking with whole ingredients, and not shying away from proteins and healthy fats, including saturated fats. We avoid those trans fats, added sugars, refined carbs, and all processed foods. We fight those cravings until they end, and they do end. And we eat lots of those non-starchy vegetables we just mentioned. A good rule of thumb is to have at least two servings for lunch and two servings for dinner, plus a protein of some sort. It's super easy to make a big salad with lots of vegetable ingredients, a base of kale, arugula, and spinach. Use extra virgin olive oil and balsamic vinegar, salt and pepper as a dressing, and have that with every meal. Food can be addictive, as much as alcohol or any illicit drug. Our bodies become fully dependent on sugar, especially when we're experiencing the highs and lows of withdrawal. Unhealthy food can also become our comfort. It can be our means of reducing stress. And that hormonal dependence can become a difficult thing to detach from. But with time, we replace our dependence on these unhealthy habits with healthy routine. We begin to eat in order to nourish our bodies. Slowly but surely, our taste changes. Our cravings change. What was once delicious and tempting becomes repulsive and uninteresting. I know this firsthand after kicking a lifetime of near daily fast food just over six years ago. On the rare occasion I find myself in a fast food drive-thru, the experience is completely different. The taste has become completely undesirable, whereas I used to crave it constantly. If you really just can't stomach eating vegetables, try blending them in a smoothie or eating them in a stew or soup. But I will say, there are delicious ways to cook every single vegetable out there. So give that a try. Don't be shy about seasoning either or adding some ghee butter. If we're not snacking throughout the day, having some carbs from a whole food source is perfectly healthy. A fantastic way to switch up the narrative with food is by making a nightly ritual of cooking. We make that time sacred, play our favorite music, try out new recipes, invite company. If we don't have the time for something like that, Meal prep is our friend, especially with kids. I know to have five or six meals ready in the fridge. It doesn't have to be planned for a specific day either. It can become a backup plan, a saving grace when I need a little extra time at lunch or dinner. And it rids me of that decision fatigue, which is when we usually turn to the quickest option as an easy answer, no matter how unhealthy. Remember, if you'd like to continue the conversation, we welcome you to reach out through Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. 
And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. Thanks so much for joining us this week as we explored a healthy diet. Next week, we'll be wrapping up January with a week on well-balanced health. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. We have some exciting news. You can now search more than 700 Good Risings episodes on the new Fathom FM app, the podcast player from the future. Go to fathom.fm slash goodrisings, ask questions, and hear answers directly from the Good Risings podcast. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.